0: Welcome to the Elevated Podcast, where we dive into our relationship with our life's challenges, successes, and evolution. We recognize that we're all just people on a spinning rock, hurling through space, with the intention of simply becoming better. Today, I'm sitting here with Mr. Tim Craig. What's happening, man? Hey, how's it going? Pretty good. How are you doing today?
1: Not too bad. A little tired, but I'm gonna get after.
0: Yeah, no, it's it must suck getting up at like five thirty every day for work.
1: Yeah, not ideal. Early meeting today, but uh...
0: you working in sweatpants? Nice It's always a good time How was uh, the travel back to Virginia and New Hampshire?
1: Long, but it was it was alright
0: You're it's, sick of it
1: Yeah, I'm done with traveling I am ready to just sit somewhere for a few months and not have to move Or think about going many miles from the house that I'm trying to stay at
0: You ready to drive to Idaho this weekend? Just yeah, a, it'll be fun just Short, short little, little driving, so. five hour drive, no big deal
1: With you driving, it'll make it a lot better
0: Yeah, yeah no, it'll that'll, that'll be a good time. Um, so you brought up a good point about how the market is just kind of absurd across the board and really nothing makes sense right now. Like if you're looking at Bitcoin or Ethereum, it's like, why is that so low? Everyone's taking their money out. Everyone's putting everything back to cash. Everyone's fearful, it seems. I don't know what else is driving those things, but you're talking about like a 6% fluctuation in the last hour. I saw it was twenty five hundred earlier today, and then it's back down to two thousand with a hard cut. It's weird how that stuff works. Um, another thing that you brought up though is people paying insane values for or prices, not values, for vehicles. What? Yeah. How about that one I sent you the other day?
1: Yeah, the one that you sent was just absurd. We both like the Grand Cherokee SRT, and we think it's a sweet car. But in this market. It was used with what 40,000 miles at 58,000,
0: yeah. And that seemed like a reasonable deal, like still
1: a little high for me, but like okay, it had some potential. But then you call them and they say it's actually 73,000, which is
0: 75, 75, which is MSRP as far as I know. Like that's about what it cost new when the track hawk came out, those were 84.
1: Yeah, there's just no way. Yeah. The mileage just doesn't match the... It's
0: a four to five-year-old car. 2023s are hitting the ground. So if you buy something like that, don't get me wrong, it's cool, you're going to enjoy it, but when shit really gets lopsided and if we see a recession the way people are thinking, you better not be in a car like that because if you need to sell it, you're going to be writing a $20,000, $30,000, 40000 check. It's, it's not a good situation to be in. So... I personally have a rule, and it's never pay retail. Now, granted, that has since fluctuated a little bit because if you want to go buy a brand new car right now, they're doing this little thing called market adjustments, which they'll tack $5,000, $10,000 on top of the price because they have one on the lot, and they can, and people are paying it. But my rule of thumb is to always find a good deal. And right now, unfortunately, MSRP is a good deal, so... Back to your point, I mean, you, you got to grind it out to find something that's worthwhile and chances are it's probably not going to be from a dealership.
1: Yeah, like yesterday, speaking of the market adjustments, I was sitting in the Audi dealership and they had a couple nice cars that one person was inquiring about and they asked if I custom ordered, how long is it going to be? The guy said nine months and the market adjustment on that car was 10000 over. Granted, it was a $100,000 car, usually if you got that kind of money. $10,000 doesn't really matter too, too right. much, especially if you don't want to wait nine months. People will pay that extra $10,000 to not wait. There was a nice Audi RS5, perfect condition, brand new 2022, that had $5,000 market adjustment, which I thought was kind of fair. They're a pretty rare car, and it had zero miles on it compared to $15,000 over on a 40,000 mile Grand Cherokee. Yeah,
0: it's actually, well, part of what happened with those that really messed up the market is the fact that they're not making them anymore. And unfortunately, people don't really want EVs. And I'm one of those people. I would rather drive a a gas engine car. Although you had a really interesting experience in New Hampshire, right? Yeah, with the Tesla. Tell me a little bit about it.
1: I've wanted a Tesla. I've looked into it. Had
0: had you driven one before?
1: Yeah, so I had a Model 3, a Model Y. But those are about 20 minutes each um, with someone with you. So it's a little different than having it for five days, figuring out everything. And so, yeah, I was excited to get it. I wanted an EV back in December 2020 when they were, the Model Y was at 54000 And that was a little high. I probably could have swung it. And now looking back, I probably should have since now the car is 64000 It would have been instant appreciation. Yeah, vehicle that.
0: I, I mean, I kicked myself in the ass because I remember looking at almost my exact truck on a dealer's lot for, I think it was fifty thousand, right around like when COVID stuff started happening. And also, I remember around that time I found a. It was a Roush Raptor, for sixty five grand. Because it, they um, with the specialty models, like they'll have them for a certain amount of time, and then they're like, "All right, we got to get rid of them. They've been sitting too long." They'll have like the Harley editions and the Shelby trucks, and Roush falls in line with that. And yeah, so I was able, I was going to be able to get one for sixty five. And granted, I wasn't going to be able to get the money that I wanted for my Mustang, but I was like, that might be a, a really good deal. Hindsight, like that truck right now would be worth like eighty G's, which is insane. So like, even if I went into my into that car wrong with my Mustang, it would have made sense. But at the time I couldn't, it wouldn't have, you know, made sense on paper, especially with buying a house and everything. But yeah, it's so bizarre how like cars became assets. It's like, you don't want to get rid of it. But then again, they offered me 41 for my truck and it's like at auction, it would probably bring like 50. So it's like, they they bend you over no matter what.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy how things are going. I'm trying to find an apartment and, fighting with people not actually but like fighting with all these applications and just sending out a saying like hey can i send an application can i get a tour and you get a message back oh it's already taken not a tour not a tour a, a tour a tour a tour yeah um and then they just hit you back with yeah it's already taken sorry it's uh it's a bit tough
0: might be worth talking to Ryan cuz he um he was able to find an apartment in St. Petersburg, but it's the same thing because that area was booming. And I mean, across the board, housing is a problem, right? Like houses are going for insane money and it's going to continue doing that because a lot of, well, we'll see what happens now. I'm sure prices will kind of start to level and maybe retract a little bit, but if you're in a growing area, people are still trying to move to those areas because that that's where you want to be. Um that being said there is not enough houses out there so for the people that could afford them now that interest rates are higher they can't afford them so that's kind of kind of taper things off a little bit but it's terrible what they do to kind of combat inflation just altering the interest rates to get people to stop buying stuff it it's such a weird little system that we live in and the way dealerships work it, it's even worse because they can kind of do whatever they want and a lot of it's blamed on COVID. Like they don't give you loaners for warranty service at half the dealerships anymore. And they just cut costs across the board, cut employees, all that. Yeah. It, it was really enabling for a lot of different, uh, businesses to kind of approach things differently and not valuing the people as much as just valuing, you know, supporting their bottom line. So, yeah, I I would argue that, you know, you, you could still find deals here and there. Um, but a lot of them are going to be outside of market. Like, you're going to look in southern states. Like, Utah was kind of interesting because we found that ZR2. That was kind of a weird ordeal when you went and looked at that. Yeah, but they wouldn't even let you buy it. What was it listed for? 64?
1: Uh, somewhere between 62 and 65.
0: I yeah. Think. Which, those right now, if there's one on a lot, it's at least 72. So that's why I was like, that's a good deal. Like, I could make that work.
1: And they let me test drive it immediately, like, zero questions asked. And when I asked to get you... Some numbers so that we could potentially buy it and bring it out there they were like oh it's not for sale and it's like what do you mean it's not for sale they said they wouldn't sell it until they had a second one allocated and then they would drop that one and then they'd do the same with the second one as it arrived
0: right well the only way you could buy it um out of state was two grand over what they had it listed at it's like how can you list a vehicle for sale at a price that doesn't apply to people outside of the state? It's like some of the stipulations that they put in place just don't make any sort of
1: sense yeah he said that anyone that had a utah address could get any car at msrp no adjustments but if you were out of state it was two thousand dollars on every car which
0: i kind of understand to some degree like they I, I don't know it's weird like at the end of the day a sale's a sale but it is good that they're acknowledging msrp i mean a lot of people would get good deals just by like buying from somewhere in michigan or um, like Laura Buick GMC, it was a dealership that I used to always eyeball because you could find really good deals there because it was the highest volume Buick GMC dealer in the country. And now everything is listed at MSRP and they have like, I don't know, five trucks with the 6.2 right now. And that was the highest volume dealer. So there's like nothing available.
1: Yeah. My grandfather's friend just got a delivery of his C8 that he ordered a decent while back. He did some options to it. I don't know the exact, what the price was, but I know he paid 103. Jeez. Um, so I don't know. There's probably
0: some mark up there, too. There's no way.
1: It's a beautiful car, but...
0: I mean, I sat in one. I, I love the idea of it, but the way the market sits right now, it's like the only way those things are coming down is if there is a recession, because they're just sitting super yeah. high. But like the Z06 is supposed to start at what, like 80, 89, or 79, something like that?
1: You probably won't find one for under 120
0: probably won't find one for under like 140 when they first hit the road people people are going to be paying 200 for them mm-hmm. because it's like basically a Lambo or something. Yeah.
1: Someone paid 250 for the Hummer EV.
0: I want to say some people have paid even more than that too because there's only a few of them out there right now. Yeah. It's it's weird. So yeah, it's cool to be the first one to have something and it makes sense to buy a good deal and flip it if you have the cash or you you can Put yourself in a situation to do that. I was tempted to do that with the TRX because I had a company that told me they would build me one for MSRP and I had um I think I had one that was gonna be built for sixty eight, but then there was the shipping charges and then fuel costs went up by a dollar fifty a gallon and that truck gets like nine miles to the gallon. So it would physically hurt to drive that. I would have like heart palpitations. Yeah. Cause you're just watching dollars. Fall Fly off. the window. Yeah. It, it, it's not worth it. And even the, S, the SRT Jeep, like, that would have been a blast, but I don't know. I mean, it can't be that much worse than my truck. I don't drive, like, a complete animal all the time, but when I first got it, I definitely would.
1: I feel like my car's gas is awful. I, like, feel like I'm always at the well, pump.
0: Yeah, but you drive like a psycho. At times. So what was faster, the Tesla or yours?
1: Uh, the Tesla... At the start, but you can feel the die off at least in the model three yeah uh, dual motor.
0: Well you can probably feel that in, in almost all except for like the plaids. Like at about a hundred that's where they kinda lose their steam because they don't have a transmission. It's not like they can shift gears. So, yeah. so they're literally spinning that the motors that fast, as far as I know. Mm-hmm. Whereas I wanna say was it the Taycan or something, has like an actual two-speed three-speed, yeah, like two speed or three speed, something like that. Yeah. So That's how you actually get more performance out of it. But then you're going back to having more moving parts and all that stuff. It's kind of interesting watching these other EV manufacturers get into this world because they're using the same platforms and then using a lot of the same parts to make it work. And it makes sense. But at the same time, it's like the concept of making an EV is to make them more simple. like You want less moving parts. You want less things that can possibly break.
1: Well, now there's not in production, but... A few one-offs like manual transmission EVs which is mind-blowing like how does that work how do they get that
0: I saw at SEMA they had a Mustang Ford had built one I want to say it was Ford maybe it was some company but they uh, made a it was like a thousand horsepower because you know it's that easy to make power and it was a manual it's like how do you take the old Mustang body? yeah the
1: black all black one
0: are you talking about are you thinking about the Microsoft one that we saw are you
1: Similar body style, but a few weeks ago I saw a video of an electric Mustang.
0: So I think I know what you're talking about, but the one that I saw was an S550. It was like the gotcha. the newer one, yeah. But like, how you can't hear the car rev up when you're taking off like that just seems like the most awkward thing. Like, how would you get used to that? Yeah,
1: it's it was weird pushing the pedal. I can't say the gas pedal, just hitting the pedal, and you're just flying like. Getting on the highway was a breeze. Like it was just nothing so torquey that car.
0: Yeah. Huh. I I wonder if my dad's still going to get the uh, Cybertruck if they ever actually make those. They I'm said surprised. next year they're going to start delivering them, but there's so many allocations for them. I doubt they're going to ma- be able to get them to everyone for at least a few years. Not to mention, like everyone's gotten time to respond. I feel like that's one thing Tesla kind of sucks at is getting things out in time. Mm-hmm. Like, have you seen a single Roadster? No, they're still not out And everyone's paid in full for them because that's the only way you can get one. Yeah, that's kind of uh, laughable. Um, What else are you hunting for deals on? Right now, I'm hunting for uh, graphics cards because I decided I was going to start mining, which this feels like the worst time ever because I'm watching my Coinbase account just go down thousands by the week.
1: Yeah, I guess I'm hunting for the best deal when I go to sell my car. That is, I want to get the most... um, I do feel like I'm a little underwater on it. Uh, I definitely screwed up when I bought it, but...
0: You got excited. Yeah,
1: I should have... I bought it five minutes after I test drove it. I I didn't go home. Uh, I definitely should have went home. I probably... If you
0: slept on it, do you think you'd have it?
1: Probably not. Um, But I also wish I test drove the Range Rover Velar. And if I could have got a similar deal on that, I probably... Would have had thoughts, just because I think that's a pretty cool-looking car, and...
0: Range Rovers are just the worst. But if I
1: had the warranty, I wouldn't have cared.
0: Right. Well, if you ever... Like, I wonder if we could find a graph, but if you look up the uh, the appreciation, or not appreciation, but the de- depreciation curves that, like, correlate with miles, when they fall off warranties, they depreciate by, like, 10 20%, like, mm. just immediately yeah, it's like the bumper awesome. to bumper and then the powertrain like big hit big hit then they're worth basically nothing because no one wants to fix them apparently um there's one that needs like the windows re to the vehicle like i don't understand how this stuff works and i want to know more about it but they're not able to get the thing in until september and that's a warranty service it's like are you kidding me it sounds like such a simple thing
1: yeah, well, I, I wanted the oil change for my car, and the first dealership out here I called, they said June 10th, and I was like, that's two months away, oil change. <laughs> um, so I, I had to wait three and a half weeks, which felt a little long, but glad I got it done.
0: Didn't want to go to Jiffy Lube? No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my sister had a really fun experience leaving there. She made it one exit up and had no oil left in her car. Luckily, pulled over and turned it off. They came, put the drain plug back in and filled it up with oil. And we're like, you should be good now. That's awful. Yeah, it, it it sucks. I mean, it could be worse. But luckily, it's still driving. And she gets cheap oil changes now.
1: Yeah. Yeah, like if I just had a random car, I probably would just go anywhere that I could get at the cheapest. But because I want to be able to sell it and it's, I don't want any warranty issues if anything happened, I'd rather have all the... Stuff done at Audi And they have it on my file
0: Yeah well The real Well any dealership Or wherever you take a car For an oil change They put that on Like Carfax Essentially So it all gets reported So you You don't have to have Any sort of allegiance To an individual dealer Just having ASC certified techs In most instances Work on vehicles Now I know that's not the case With some of the higher end stuff But um, I was going to say Like You can totally Find a way to best get out of that vehicle And it's not just take the first offer you get you can shop different audi stores go to you know four or five different audi stores and see what they're willing to pay you for it and then talk to them because they'll be interested in buying it because they're low on inventory say this person offered me this and they might even give you a little bit of a bidding war to get it up because at the end of the day they want the car you know yeah so yeah there's, there's always kind of ways out of things don't you don't need to be impulsive you can think about those situations um, and really evaluate them in a way that you can best position yourself because people so often screw themselves up in in-car loans like buying over msrp and then you know the thing depreciates you drive it off the lot i mean same thing like if i were to drive that jeep off the lot for 75 i pull back in they'll offer me 55 like that's just how it works and you they're still making money on either end of the deal. So there's no harm in, in doing your homework and knowing what you're talking about.
1: Even like the guy said from the dealership, they were in it pretty high. If he said the first list price of 58 they were in it more than that on a used SRT that they bought. Like yeah. They get it for higher than 58 I
0: mean, when I saw the price adjustment on that, it literally said we can't evaluate this deal because it's way too far above market. So I, I told him I was like, listen, I I would be shopping for a a new leftover right now. I'm not I'm not interested at that price. Like it makes no sense. Granted, it was a well optioned one. Like it had the suede and Harman Kardon and some of the goodies. But yeah, it just doesn't make sense. I mean, you you gotta you gotta think with your wallet a little bit. I mean, it is exciting, and if you're if you have plenty of cash flow, that that's one thing. But at the end of the day, it's really gonna hurt. I really look forward to the day where I'm in a situation where I own and run a business to the point where I can lease a vehicle and depreciate it or, you know, buy a vehicle, depreciate it because it's a part of my business because like, yeah, yeah, it is interesting. Like, I believe even my dad's Hellcat falls into that category too because it's about like gross weight and that thing is a little bit of a boat because it's so heavy, but, um, yeah, they, there's a lot of different ways that you can take advantage of the way the tax code work, and I wish I knew more about that. Hell, I could do it with my truck. That's what contractors do. That's what um, people that own like electrical companies, all that type of stuff. Is there anything else you can think of in terms of you know, retail or getting a good deal? Not at the moment. I mean, Bitcoin's on sale right now.
1: Yeah. Theoretically. Yeah, if you think it's going to go up.
0: I mean, how, how is it not going? Maybe not right away. I don't know. It is a very uncertain time. It's freaky.
1: Yeah. I mean, everyone just keeps trying to say it's going to 100,000, and it's just going the opposite direction. But for how long? I feel like at some point, it's got to stabilize. It's just the swings are so crazy. Every it time. makes no sense. I mean, it, w- it what was the highest high? I think around sixty four
0: something like that. I know it broke 60. I know a lot of people did really well and then it had a hard cut at an even price and just didn't really make sense and whoever is in that nice little group is, you know, making the decision to sell at a certain price and it doesn't even break that. I don't understand it. I really hope to, but
1: I just wonder if it ever levels off at a price, no matter what it is, if it's 10,000, 20,000, 30,000. Like does it just does the hype die off because it's not fluctuating and it's not giving people massive gains like it did the past 12 years?
0: Well, that's the thing. I don't know that the hype is going to die off because the U.S. dollar is just taking a shit due to the fact that the government just really likes printing off more of them and using them. Um, with, With that being the case, though, like there's becoming more utility for bitcoin so as that stuff becomes more readily available and regularly used like blackrock using it for certain exchanges or um purchasing it's like that's what we want to see because then everyone's going to be actively using it that's going to be more important so
1: but then if we have something like coinbase coming out and saying that if they go bankrupt everyone loses effectively everything in their wallets across all wallets If that happens once, the. It's going to take a long time to recover. People's thoughts and ideas of trusting any company like that again. That would severely hurt crypto as a whole, not just Bitcoin.
0: 100%. And it does suck because, you know, I feel like you should be able to trust a company like Coinbase. But you were telling me that essentially, if it's an exchange, you don't actually own that. You just basically gave them the money. It's in your account and you haven't taken it out. So you actually have to solidify that.
1: Yeah. Like at least with Coinbase, you can move it to your own wallet. I don't know if they support every wallet or if there's a limited selection.
0: But that's the thing. It's like even if you can identify another wallet, then you can transfer. But I, I guess sometimes those transfer processes are where people lose money too. Yeah. I'm not all that familiar with that, but I better get familiar because of the mining and everything. Yeah.
1: There's a good Netflix documentary, like The Hunt for the Crypto King. And it's about the CEO who went missing from the largest crypto company in Canada. And they have one guy; he <coughs> was living in the United States, and he wanted to move to back to Canada. So he took out all of his life savings, put it in Quadriga CX, and tried to transfer it so he would skip a two percent fee. And he lost four hundred thousand dollars instead of just eight thousand if he paid the the fee to transfer it from USD to. Canadian he wanted to go from USD to Bitcoin to Canadian for no fee hmm so he lost 400,000 it is so bizarre how different exchanges work and
0: people take advantage of it because that's uh, that's how you know I when I was buying cars up in Canada and we would import them to the states when I worked for that company that did that that's how they actually take the exchange and the difference in value of like a an item or an asset and create uh, value is by purchasing something at a different value in a different country and then chain uh, exchanging it for us dollar. That that's literally the same process. It's just buying a tangible item and doing it. But yeah, that, I mean, isn't that like for forex trading is like foreign exchange. Yep. So same concept or similar. I remember a long time ago, there was talk about like the dinar. Like, going to the value of, uh, what was the dollar that they were going to use? I don't know. Kuwait dollar or something. This was a long time ago. I don't know if it ever ended up happening. But there's so many things that are changing all the time. There's too many different exchanges. There's no, like, one currency. Should there be one currency? I mean, it's a, I don't think there ever could be because it's just so convoluted. That would just be, that's
1: Bitcoin. Right, a singular currency that anyone in the world could use, barring that their state allows them to buy it.
0: Yeah, I think the uh, downside to it initially was the fact that people are using it to buy drugs and people, things like that. So yeah. initially, it was for like illegal transactions, and now it's serving more utility slowly. Like people are buying pizza. <laughs> that one guy. How many Bitcoin did you spend on a pizza?
1: Uh, a few too many for what the value is at today's rate.
0: Yeah. Well um
1: yeah I I really hope
0: that, that I hope that it keeps going up because obviously I have some money in it but I just would rather see that there's a decentralized form of currency that you can't just make more of you know you, that's the only way that you can kind of take away the the government from having uh, this this just ability to spend at their own will like who's giving them the ability to print off more cash. It's the, um, was it not federal exchange? It's the federal reserve, reserve. Yeah. And that's a private company. Like it's a private entity. It's not actually a government agency to my knowledge. I, I don't know. So bizarre. I, none of it makes any sense. I mean, if you were to, my, my dad says this all the time, if you were to enter this world from like, say you're an alien, you come down here and you like see some of the things that we do. It's like, Why? What is this about? I wish I was better with statistics because I, right now you could be trading the shit out of swings. I mean, Coinbase is making a killing just on the fees. Mm-hmm. I mean, every time I buy, it like, makes me cringe because they're just getting a percentage. It's it's a broken system. So.
1: Yeah, fee-based companies are great.
0: Well, I mean, I do the majority of my trading now with Vanguard and there's no fee to purchase. Granted, they probably... I mean, they fall into the same category as BlackRock, I believe, in terms of how much they own of all these companies. So I don't know how the voting works for the ownership, but I want to say they have the ownership. But somehow you have, like, I don't know. I, I can't. I'm not too, too knowledgeable on it. But anyways, Bitcoin's on sale. Anything else you want to throw out there before we close it up? No, this is a good one. For sure, brother. Peace.
1: Click.